Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Uh, Are you you. sure you have time for little old me? (laughs) Hey, it's one to another, lady, one to another. Uh, How are you? I'm doing amazing. I'm still, I still have in London. I'm flying high, so they may, I may be falling at some point. (laughs) That's awesome. So, so tell me what it was. This is your time, so I'm willing to take one whole minute, but that's about it. Okay. <laughs> Just because this is about you. Um, <clears throat> I these, I was invited because they, uh, I presented at, uh, t- um, the last two times at the Hispanic EFT conference, and uh, the organizer of the, the conference wanted to work, just uh, wanted to yeah create these um, these workshops for me. So I we I was in Mexico in Puebla, two hours south of the city. It's beautiful, small, small city actually, and um, and it was it was fabulous. It was very successful. But it was the first time that I was flying totally solo for three days, you know. So it was uh, a little nerve wracking, but it, it was it was it was way more successful than I thought it would be. You know, I just I didn't know what to expect. So it was great. It was really amazing. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, I feel I feel really high about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to tell you, the last thing is that at the end, um, one of the ladies, because they were, do you know how at the end of Ignite, everybody lines up to take photos with Margaret? And I'm like, if they were doing that. And I'm like, really? Like, really? Oh, <laughs> man. I know. And, and so a lady did say, she's like, don't you feel like a total star? And I'm like, yeah, I kind of do, actually. <laughs> Everyone wanted the photo, so yeah, it was really awesome. That's so, cool. how, how about you and your successes? And you know what? I I see that you are doing the exact same. Anytime you want, lady, you have you have it in you, and you're doing it already, really. Well, I, you know, it's it's interesting. I you know, it's like I feel like things were going really good. I you know, the food wise, I was you know, just on track and doing really good and, you know, things are good, you know, I mean, I've got business coming in and, um, you know, I'm like, okay, you know, I'm doing this shit. I had, you know, I've had great client sessions. I mean, I had a, I had a session with um, one of the rock stars doing the uh, a process that I learned from Pat Carrington. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it was really good. And, you know, a client session that was really good. And I'm like, okay. And then, you know, my son came down 
I have two stepsons that are 25 and 26. So my 26-year-old, we haven't seen him since Christmas, and he was coming up. And so I was excited. He was bringing his girlfriend, and it was a good good thing. And, um, you know, before he came, my husband basically told me that I was not to pay for things, that... Mm. Know, he's going to come here and he's a man and he's going to take it, he's going to be a man and we're not going to just you know drop everything and I'm like oh my god we haven't seen the kid in six months yeah. why are you putting this <laughs> like it was you know so you know we got through that and then you know my son was here and it was fine it wasn't um you know he had a little bit of a te- of some tension with his girlfriend so it wasn't the, you know, like, hey, let's giggle and fun kind of a thing, but it was fine. Yeah. Um, and then we had a family party on Sunday and at my brother's, and, you know, it was good. Everybody was having a good time. I, like, made really good food choices, and, like, it wasn't like good I didn't for you. But I didn't even, it wasn't like I thought about it. It was just, like, looking back, I'm like, oh, that was good. Um, but it was fun. It was really nice. So my husband had taken pictures, as he always does, or as he usually does. And he posted pictures, and it was this lovely um, sentiment of, you know, great family time and blah, blah, blah. And I noticed that he didn't post some some pictures of, like, there were two people out of the entire party that weren't represented in the pictures. Hmm. And I said, you're missing pictures of these two people, which is my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law. And I'm like, um, you know, and he's like, well, I don't post pictures. And I chose, I only have this many pictures in my gallery and blah, blah, I said, but if you're going to hurt people and you know you're going to, you, you know, people are going to look at that and they're going to wonder why they're not in the pictures or it's going to be, you know, it's going to cause issues. And he took complete offense to that, and I was telling him what to do, and he doesn't have to post pictures. It ended up in this ridiculous, over-the-top, we haven't talked in two days. Wow. He um, threatened to, you know, he's like, you know, you're going to tell me what to do, and we're just going to split up. And I'm like, we're going to get fucking divorced because... I said that you're going to hurt somebody's feelings, and you think that's okay? And this is all in front of my daughter, and he's dropping the F-bomb. And, I mean, I'm like, what the hell even just happened? Yeah. And, I mean, it's been been a really shitty couple of days. Yeah. Okay. Are you you tapping, lady? I started, yeah. Now, and I'm like, you know, I'm apologizing to my daughter because I don't want that for her. And Uh she's coming in going, are you guys going to get divorced? And, you know, I mean, I'm like, you know, he promised, you know, I mean, we've been together 25 years. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, he promised he wasn't going to say that ever again. And he did. And then, and you know, I was trying to be calm. And I just read the, the Brendan Bouchard new book, which was lovely and, you know, um, you know, I'm like trying, and then he did something, and it totally pushed me over the edge, and I became a crazy woman. Yeah. And I'm like, 
you know, I'm being meaner and, you know, making sure that he knows that I'm hurt and <laughs> I'm going to hurt him. And it was yeah. like, it was horrible. It's been horrible. Okay. So let's look at, actually, let's just, and you, there's a part of you I'm guessing that is really pissed. Well, there's a lot Third of me and pissed, and there is this part of me that thinks that my love isn't enough. You know, I mean, mm. I've he's got a crappy family, and, you know, my family's not perfect, but, you know, we love each other. And yeah. he is so offended all the time, and he's such a fucking victim. And I'm like... You know, he, you know, he's like, I'm not going to take anybody's shit. So what he does is he takes, he takes nobody's. You know, he doesn't. He thinks everybody's giving him shit, and he like totally explodes. And then I feel like I, you know, like I have to make excuses for him. And you know, yeah. I mean, it's just. It's yeah, just, no, no, good. Yeah, but keep on going. So. But it's like I, I feel really hurt. And I, feel I feel hurt. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Like really hurt. And it's really not my fault that his family is just crappy family. It's not my fault that his family's a crappy family. And I can't fix it. I've tried to fix it. Yeah, it, and really I've tried everything I can and I cannot fix it, right? Tried everything I can and I can't fix it. I cannot and, even fix the fact that he brings out worse than me. Yeah. And he just, you know, just proves to him that, you know, this family's crappy too. Mm. I cannot even fix that he wants to be in the victim role. I can't even fix that he wants to be in the victim role. And what I have tried is to actually stop enabling him. What I have tried is to actually stop enabling him. Is that true? Yeah. I mean, I've I've tried everything. I've tried yelling at him. I've tried crying i've tried you know just being like look this is what um this is what i'm feeling this is how you're making me feel this is you know just kind of appealing to his appealing to you know his kind side i mean he's he's a great guy but what he shows is this horrible nasty you know i mean like he's like it was so lovely he was there and everybody was having fun and it wasn't like there was no tension, and then you know the, the, him. He it was. I know he did it on purpose. I know because he's pissed off that he takes pictures and doesn't get paid for it. And my one brother-in-law is you know when he does work because he does construction work. When he does work in people's houses, he gets paid. Yeah. He, so he feels like his work isn't valued, and Scott's is. So he, you know, he, so he wanted to make sure that, you know, he knew that, that that he wasn't going to get taken advantage of. Yeah, yeah. So let's check in with you, and what is this part of you that feels like no matter what you do, it's never going to be enough. Like no matter how much you show him your love and you try to make things right, he's just never going to be happy. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a recurring theme. Yeah, yeah. But it's been it's been seven years that he's like this. Has it always been like this? Yeah. Yeah. 
But I mean, it's it's not. I mean, it's not just him. It was my dad. It was my brothers. It was my mm. sons. It's you know. I mean, it's you know, it's um, it's clients to some extent. Yeah. So it's interesting because it seems that it's actually mostly men. Not always, yeah. but mostly. Yeah. That somehow you need to do something to please them, and even if you do something that goes against what may work for you, it feels like you're willing to sacrifice, and you have in so many ways. You're still tapping, of course, right? Yeah. Richard, I'm curious if this has anything to do with that secret that you didn't want to see. No, I don't think so. Okay. Okay. Because that was this called my mind. It's something that... But throughout your life, you've done, you've tried a lot of things to make your dad and your brothers and your sons happy and your and your husband happy, and it just, it's just doesn't quite... Be like, they cannot be happy no matter what you do. Yep. Does it feel like that? Yeah. And it hurts because you just you really love him and you want him to be happy, right? And why isn't your love enough? And then I get pissed off and then I do things to make sure that he knows how what a piece of shit he is. Mm. And then so. I and then I feel like an idiot, and he holds on to it. And I, you know, there's things that I forget that, you know, that that happened, and he will remind me. And you know, th- he brought up that you know he, my niece was being born, and he had been out of town, had to go pick up my daughter, and you know got and you know I when he got to the hospital, I was so excited about my niece being born and you know he got there and he was he was tired and he was pissy and you know he like totally was taking away from the moment and you know was like I don't do it for free I'm not going to take pictures for free and I'm like it's your fucking niece it's our fucking niece you've been to, you you we've been in the family for 25 years when when is it when do, does it become okay to just do things because it's a nice thing to do? Yeah. Yeah. This it this is his club. This is his story. Isn't it? Yeah, but it becomes mine. Because I get embarrassed. I get, you know, I don't want people to feel bad. I don't want him, I don't want him to feel bad. I don't want me to feel bad. And what ended up happening is everybody felt bad. And I've got a 10-year-old who's worried about her parents getting divorced. And then he comes home and he's like, acts like nothing's going on. Oh, come out and have dinner. Fuck you. You you don't you can't just talk to me like that and think it's gonna be okay. Yeah, good. All right. Did you say that? I I told I just I told him that I that he needed to he needed to apologize. I also told him that I was a distant third after Sydney and his pictures. Mm. And he didn't even respond to that. 
Oh, I'm tired. I'm not in a good place. So, uh, cuz I'm in a great place. So take a deep breath. Close your eyes. Can you connect the little there's a little girl, there's a, little, a part of you that is so hurt. That feels so hurt from his like his lack of understanding, his lack of self care, so he's feeling his guts all over the place as you know, the poor me and he's just wanting to be recognized. But he's just spewing shit all over the place. Can you see that? Yeah. And I'm curious if either your dad or your brothers or your sons have done similar things. That because of their own issues, did your dad do stuff like that? Would he get angry or would your brothers? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I mean, my brothers spewed shit, really. They, you know, my one brother didn't didn't really do much. Um. You know, he kind of was the the peace the peacekeeper. The other one just kind of did his own thing and acted like he nobody gave, he didn't give a shit about what anybody thought. It's really the way it is today. Right. So in a way, it's like he, he you know, how was that? In a way, what? And how was that? I'll tell you in a second, but I interrupted myself because I'm curious about how Dad was. Um, and my father, my, my father was one that you didn't know which one you were going to get. Mm, yeah. So you know, and I mean, I feel like that's you know some of the ways it is with Billy is that, you know, I mean, like I, you know, just said, hey, you know, you missed a couple people. I actually had this stupid idea that, you know, it was just going to be like, oh, let me go down and and I didn't notice or whatever. But it was, you know, then it comes back on me that I'm controlling and I'm, um, you know, that he doesn't have to do what I want him to do. And, uh, you know, there's pictures and he didn't get that many, you know, and I'm like, it it just becomes this ridiculous conversation. Yeah. That makes absolutely no sense. And what happens is that with that question, you pressed a button that you didn't even know was there. Well, he made it perfectly clear it was there when he when it came, I'll tell you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I have no doubt about it. But when you made your comment, you had no idea that that comment, you were pressing a huge button that was going to start like spewing shit all over the place. I I really thought that he was in a different place. Exactly, exactly. So, are you in a place that you can actually let some volume out or not? Yeah, let me go back in the house. Are <laughs> <laughs> the neighbors? Yes, you're yeah, outside. It's such a nice day, but yeah. <sighs> I feel like I mean, like I can't talk to anybody about what's going on or what yeah. has gone on because, you know, I don't want them to look at him and, you know, because I know that we'll get over it, we'll get through yeah. it, but then that's all they're going to think about. Yes. Okay. How How is the level, can we can we actually hold in this process, not just the adult you that is really hurt and scared, 
but also that little girl, because there's a little girl inside of you that is freaking out right now and that is very lonely. Is it okay if we attend to her as well? Yeah. Okay. So I want you to connect with her, however old she is. She's like, freak. right now she's freaking out because dad is having a tantrum and she has no idea where it's coming from. She just got a really, that, you know, the dark side of that, and she's just freaking out. And you see her? No. Okay. That's okay. If you just connect with the part of you that is hurt, where is it in your body? It's like top to bottom. Every it's everywhere. I can feel it everywhere. Okay. Okay. Like your whole body is like yeah. Okay. So let's stop to the point. My whole body is freaking out. My whole body is freaking out. I feel so hurt and pissed. I feel so hurt and so pissed off. Because it's not fair. It's not fair. And just. Bring as much volume as you can, even if you don't feel it. I want to do, to just express it and let it out, okay? Okay. It's totally not fair. It is totally not fair. He's being such a dick. He's, he's being such a dick. He cannot take care of his own self. He can't take care of his own self. And has a major tantrum for two fucking pictures. And he has a major tantrum for two fucking pictures. Such a, such a little prick. Ugh, God, I want to fucking bury that camera. Yeah. And him with... Go ahead. Bullshit. Yeah. A fucking camera is just... I'm sick of it. I'm sick of the fucking camera. And he's so good at it, but he was not... He, was, he doesn't really want to work on it to be recognized. He doesn't value himself. He doesn't value himself. And, and, he, he gets, he and, gets and in ways, he values himself way beyond where he, where he is. Right. There's just a couple of fucking family pictures. What's the big deal? It's just a couple of family fucking pictures. That's what family does for each other. Yeah, and if he doesn't want to do it, he doesn't have to do it. Nobody, did somebody ask him to do it? No, don't take the fucking pictures. Leave the fucking camera at home, and then it doesn't cause any problems. Exactly. If you're gonna do it, just enjoy it. Otherwise, just put it up your ass. But yeah, he does. He, there. He he's like, oh, I do. I do enjoy it. I do enjoy it. No, you don't. You. It becomes this nasty. You know. Oh, here. Take. Let, let me. Let me show you this great picture I took. Let me tell you. Show you this great picture I took. Yeah, we're here. We're fucking experiencing it, and you're not. You're too busy taking the fucking picture to actually be involved in what's going on. Yes. I'm really pissed. And I'm so hurt that you had to do that in front of Sydney. I'm I am so pissed that he did that in front of Sydney. And then so, I took I took it even further because that because I'm a crazy bitch. Yeah. You're not gonna come and push me, I'll push you, man. Yeah. 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 I t- I t- I called his bluff. I said, you ever fucking say that to me again, ever again, and I will pack my ass and go. 
Oh, you go ahead. You go ahead, he says. Yeah, like, who does that? Like, why, wouldn't you say, I don't want you to go? No, he's like, oh, I've been through it before. Yeah, and he's been pushing me, he's been trying to push it for me to prove for 25 fucking years that I'm going to leave. So you know what? Maybe one day, maybe one day I will. Yeah. Make him happy. The problem is that I do love the bastard. I I do love him. <laughs> and he's a great man. He he is a really good man. But he's a really good man, but he is yeah. such a fucking asshole too. He's a fucking asshole, and he's not willing to look at it. No, he he won't do any of the work. And I'm so pissed at that because I've been working my ass off. Oh my god! For I'm, years and years. So much shit. I read books. I I. Um, tapping, and you know, and he just he brings out the fucking worst in me. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm in such a good place. We're, you know, I tell people, oh, he's a great guy, and it feels like every time I say what a great guy he is, and I say, you know, how blessed I am to have him, he shows me he's an asshole. It's like, yeah. really? I just fucking said that you were awesome. Why do you have to do this? I'm holding so much pain and so much sadness. Can you see that? Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. So take a breath and close your eyes. And even if you don't see the little girl, we're just going to just imagine and sense that she's there and you're holding her. That's that's all. As you keep on tapping. That's all. Because she's there. I kind of see her that she's on your lap, actually. I don't know why, but I just sense that. So if you just, just sense that you're holding her. But she's really scared. And imagine that there's some angels or some light beings that are surrounding you and you're not alone. You're not alone. I want you to continue tapping through the points and repeat after me. I've been holding so much pain and so much sadness. I've been holding so much pain and so much sadness. Trying to make him happy. Trying to make him happy. Trying to make everybody happy. Yes. I'm spending so much energy. Spending so much energy. And I'm never quite there. I'm never quite there. It's exhausting. It is exhausting. And it's so sad. It's so sad. Because I I feel like it's about me. It is. It's about me. I feel like, yeah, there's a part of me that believes strongly that I'm doing something wrong. There's a part of me that believes strongly that I'm doing something wrong. Take a deep breath. Blow it out. Why does this have nothing to do with me? What if it has nothing to do with me? What if his wounds are not allowing him to own his his part of it? What if his wounds are not allowing him to own his part of it? What if his own shit is not allowing him to actually value himself? What if his own shit is not allowing him to value himself? So every time that I say that he's a good man... So every time I say that he's a good man. He has to prove he's not. He has to prove he's not. What if that is his story? 
What if that's his story? Like he's so married to it that there's nothing I can do. That he's so married to it there's nothing I can do. He's married to being a victim more than he's married to me. He's married to being a victim more than he's married to me. Because he, that's what he has done since he was a little boy. That's what his, his, what his life has been since he was a little boy. That's all he knows. That's all he knows. That's how he got attention. That's how he got attention. And how he continues to get attention. How he continues to get attention. And he's not willing to divorce that story. He's not willing to divorce that story. He is the victim. He is the victim. And he needs to prove that he's actually kind of a prick. He needs to prove that he's actually kind of a prick. Because therefore, because that, that way they would, people would leave him and he can prove that he's a victim. That way people leave him and it'll prove that he's a victim. Do you see the circle? Absolutely. What if this has absolutely nothing to do with me? What if this has absolutely nothing to do with me? And the pain that it causes me is my impotence, my inability to do anything. The pain that is caused by my impotence, my inability to do anything. And the truth is, I cannot change his story. The truth is, I can't change his story. Because he doesn't want it to change. Because he doesn't want it to change. He's a wonderful man. He is a wonderful man. With a crappy story. With a crappy story. That affects my life and Sydney's. That affects my life and Sydney's and Billy's and CJ's and the rest of my fucking family. Yeah. And I've been trying to protect him and everybody else from that fucking story. I've been trying to protect him and everybody else from that story. But he's so convinced. He is so convinced. You need to attend that? I'm just going to, I just need to turn it off. Take a deep breath. What if I'm really, really pissed at myself? I am really, really pissed at myself. Because there's a part of me that also buys into that story at times. There's a part of me that buys into that story at times. I want to fix. Yeah, go ahead. I picked him. I picked yes. his yes. I picked his bullshit. I picked his victimhood. I yeah. was the rescuer. I was gonna uh, fix him. And twenty five yeah. years later I have I have failed. Yeah. I have failed miserably at rescuing him. I have failed miserably at rescuing him. And it feels so, so painful and sad. It feels so painful and sad. Because I love him. I do love him. And I want him to be happy. I want him to be happy. But he's just not wanting that. No, I think he wants it. He just does so well. Yeah. He doesn't allow himself. He does not allow himself. It's really hard to rescue someone that doesn't want to be rescued. It's really hard to rescue someone who doesn't want to be rescued. Because he's just so, so attached to that story. 
is so, so attached to that story. It's part of who he is. It's part of who he is. And I'm pissed to myself that I keep on trying. I'm pissed at myself that I keep on trying. I'm not pissed on trying when I run up against the fucking wall. Say that again? I'm not pissed that I'm trying. I'm pissed that I run up against the fucking wall every time I think that things are okay. Yeah. What if it were possible to accept? What's going on? Take a breath. Tell me. If I accept it, I'll be alone. Why is that? Hmm. If you accept that this is part of him, you would be alone? But there would be no more need for you to rescue him. We already spend so little time together. Because he chooses to either be by himself or with Sydney. Mm. And if I just if I just let it go, then there'll be no chance that it'll get fixed because he won't fucking fix it. And then I will have given up on him like everybody else in his life. Mm. So it's interesting as, you, as you're still tapping with me. We're both tapping here. So I feel like if you were to accept that he's a part of him, because he has all, you know, he has. It seems like he has a lot of good qualities to him. And there's this one story, this one piece that when he gets triggered, he just turns into a total jerk and it's impossible to be with him. But it's a part of him. It's not all of him. It's just his shadow. Yeah. And if you were to accept that part, that that's who he is, he's probably not going to change unless he wants to. There's not much you can do about it. And is it possible that you can enjoy the rest of it? And when he goes to that place, instead of hooking you, you just completely say, oh, oh, okay. I tried, and I try, and then he comes back at me, and then he comes back at me, and he comes back at me, and he tells me how I hurt him, and he tells me what I didn't do, and he tells me how I shouldn't have done it, and I didn't have any right to tell him and ask him and request of him, and that's just, he's going to do whatever he's going to do. And, you know, it just goes on to this bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Until he hooks you. Until he really, you need to. Yeah. I'm like a big fucking fish just coming right in. Yeah. Yeah. Do you see, tell me how did this played out with your dad? Because the first time, I guess, is that the first time that this played out, it was with your dad. You never knew who you were going to get. Like when he, you got the, the, you know, the mean or the dad, you know, the dad that was really not in a good place, how did you respond to that? Was it in any way similar? Yeah, to some extent. I mean, so? I mean, but it, there was no, um, 
there was no like if if that if he started there was no chance of me coming back because he would have you know either sent me to my room or smacked me or completely shut me down. So if he started being really angry with you, had an overboy, he played, there was no way that you could reconnect that you would come back. Right. He would shut you down. Oh my God, yeah. Because that's you. You don't. You don't talk back to your father. Yeah. No matter no matter what he's doing, no matter what he's saying. Okay. Is it possible, Bridget, that then with Billy, you do have see that. That fury, that building you from your dad of like so incredibly unfair that you couldn't talk back no matter what, build up to a point that Billy does hook you because you really want to talk back. You do want to engage. It's better to have the fight of the year instead of being shut down. Is that possible? Yeah. Because he, because he will shut down, and I mean, he's, he's like, I'm going to bed, and I'm like, fuck you, you're not going to bed. If you, mm. you got me to this point, you're not. I, I'm not letting you off the hook. Right. Yeah. So there's a part of you that is so furious that there's absolutely no way you're going to shut me down. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm being shut down. And I hated it, and there's no way you're going to do that to me. I'd rather just chew your head off, but you're not shutting me down. I want to I want to prove to you that you are the bigger asshole than I am. Yes. And the competition is on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I won, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I know. I, I definitely know that part. And I mean, I, I could see it in his eyes when I'm saying all these horrible things. Yeah. I can see him just shrink back. Yeah. Okay, are you still tapping? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He heard me so bad when he threatened to divorce me. He hurt me so bad when he threatened to divorce me. And I wanted to hurt him back. I wanted to hurt him back. And I did it. And I did it. Because I'm good at that. I'm a freaking master at it. Yeah. The truth is what I wanted to say. The truth is what I wanted to say. What I truly was feeling. What I truly was feeling. Was I wish I could say... You have no idea how much it hurt that you were threatened to leave me or to separate. You had no idea how much it hurt when you threatened to separate from me. But I would never, ever be vulnerable in front of him like that. I would never be vulnerable in front of him like that. Allowing him to be vulnerable. I have been vulnerable, and I tell him that, and he's like, 
He goes, well, you hurt me. You do whatever you do. If that's what makes you happy, if you think that's going to make your life better, you go. Fine, just go. Is that what he said? Have you ever told him you have no idea how much it hurts when you do that? Absolutely. Absolutely. And he he just was like, well, whatever. Uh, you hurt me. You hurt me. It comes all around. It comes back to him every time. Mm-hmm. So at that point, at that point, what happened? What I want you to notice is that there's two tiny little kids in you know in the playground being so hurt that it's about at that point it's hurting each other. Absolutely. There's no adult in the room. Right. Nice. And then Sydney becomes the adult. Of and that's the worst part. Yeah. Is she okay? Sydney? Yeah. She's scared. Yeah. And she's, you know, I mean, I tried to reassure her. And then... You know, yesterday, like, I barely talked to her. And this morning, I said, I don't know, I said, Jesus, something. And she goes, she goes, Mommy, you know, you say that a lot. And that's really not, um, that's really not a good thing because it's taking the Lord's name in vain. And I said, you know what? I'm having a bad enough time this morning without my 10-year-old judging me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But well, I'm not. That's not what I just wanted to tell you that when I, I, yeah, whatever. She's like, it's not whatever. And I'm like, oh my god, I am the ten year old and she's the fucking adult. Yeah. I don't want that for her. I want her to be a kid. So unfair. It is so unfair. It's so unfair. And yet I would love to forgive myself because I'm really scared. I would love to forgive myself because I'm really scared. And I'm really hurt. And I'm really hurt. And I know that I'm not a perfect mom. I am not a perfect mom. But I'm definitely doing things way better with Sydney than with my sons. I'm doing things way better with Sydney than with my sons. Isn't that true? Most of the time. Yeah, there's always there's always shitty moments. Otherwise, she would have nothing to work on. Yeah, <laughs> she'd have nothing to be in therapy for when I'm when she's forty. Exactly. <sighs> yeah, and the truth is that you are really growing and you're doing a lot to be in a better place, Bridget. But I totally understand that when you see that she's scared and hurting, you feel like crap because on top of feeling bad to see that it hasn't that it's causing an impact on her, this is even double the pain, right? Yep. Yeah. I am trying to do my best. I am trying to do my best. And I feel so hurt about how Billy reacts 
I feel so hurt about what Billy reacts. What's that showing her? Say that again, please. What's that showing her? I mean, he's show he's showing her that you are you don't give. He's showing her that you that you you know are the victim and that you take you get taken advantage of. Yeah. And she, the see the other concern is as we keep on topping that you're absolutely right. He has a share of the responsibility in impacting her. He has a share, yep. And I I really want to find a solution to these because I'm very aware that I don't want her to do what I do and have to take care of his dad, of her dad. Do you see that? Like children that grow up with victim dads tend to develop these rescuer mentality like you have. And you don't want that for her. I definitely don't want that for her. So I am now choosing to grow and learn from this experience so actually I stop passing on the same legacy. I choose to grow and learn so that I stop passing on this legacy. I want her to feel empowered and a powerful woman. I want her to feel empowered and a powerful woman. To value herself for who she is. Value herself for who she is. She does not need to rescue anybody. She doesn't need to rescue anybody. But she's rescuing me. She's rescuing her dad. She's already doing it. Of course. But the minute that she starts seeing that you don't, things are going to change in 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 the role. Now, the thing is that what needs to really be healed is that part of little Bridget, the tiny little girl, that felt so shut down and so unfairly furious at dad that would try to connect, even if it is to rescue, no matter what. And she, she decided, she made like a vow to herself that she was going to just do whatever it would take to stay engaged. To make dad happy, to make brother happy. Do you see that? Yeah. She is the one that needs to make a different decision. Because the moment that that happens, that deep, deeper healing happens, then the grown-up, the adult Bridget, is going to shift the way that you're going to react towards Billy. I'll show you what the goal might look like, okay? Okay. Let's see. So you say, oh, wow, you, you know, it's interesting. I want you to tap to the points as you see these. And this is, just, this is just to invite a possibility, okay? Okay. So you say, wow, you, you missed a couple of people. Is well, that what you said, or did you say did you say they're going to feel hurt when they don't when they don't see themselves there? I said, hey, there's these are great pictures, but it looks like you you missed um, Scott and Linda. Okay, and he's like, and then he goes on and he's and he's saying, right? Yeah, and then he said, oh, yeah, I, I understand that he's he's upset. Yeah, I, I I totally get it. You know, I, I see how you could feel that way. Um from where you're seeing things, but um, I was just mentioning. You turn around and you go. 
Is that ever possible? That I tried that, and then he oh. kept coming back and kept coming back and kept coming back. And I'm like, Bill, just please just drop it. Just leave it. You made your decision. It is what it is. Go downstairs and go do what you got to do. But just let it go. I'm sorry that I said anything. And he's like, you always say something. It's just like that time. And he starts throwing dishes into the sink. And then I'm like, I said, wow, you know, you're really, um, you're really reaching there. All I did was tell you that you missed two people. If you choose to, to miss those people and you choose to let people feel bad and wonder, you know, what's going on and whatever else, it's the, the and he like starts losing it again. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So what is what is the underlying issue? There's, there's something really, and I'm, I'm curious if it is of, that of anybody can trying to control him. But there's something. There's something. I feel like this. That definitely that's an under one of the layers. But there's a deeper layer from what you said, and it is that he look at these. Are you tapping right? Yeah. Do you see that he brings his camera because through the lens. He can be a witness of the dynamics of the family, that they're having fun and they're all connected and it's a nice party and a nice gathering, but he does not feel in his heart part of it. So he's putting this, this, this machine between himself and he's just witnessing. He's not participating, just like you said, because he's not able to. He doesn't know how. And there's well, a part of him... I mean, part- I'm gonna, yeah. He is interacting because the picture, and then he shows people the pictures, and people are like, "We were here. We just saw it." And right. you know, but then the, you know, they want him to take the big family picture, and you know, and you know, I mean, it's, oh, you know, it's a lot harder than everybody thinks it is. They think you could just, you know, it's just a point and shoot camera, and I've got to get set up, and blah blah blah, and. It's like you know, people don't want a poster-sized picture; they just want a fucking picture. Take it with a take it with a camera phone. I don't do that. I don't do that. Okay, but, I know. but this is okay. So this is that's what they're this is. So that's one thing I totally get it. But these there's a double. It's almost like a double a double whammy because on one side he's not he's the only the role that he's taking is that he is actually. He's in, a, he's in a special role. He's the one that is taking the pictures and he wants to be valued through his through his photos, not by himself. You get that? Yeah. It's not about him and who he is. It's about these photos that he's taking that he has to show everybody so everybody values him. Yep. And then he, and then he feels undervalued or not valued at all because people aren't paying him for his pictures. Exactly. But do you see the circle? So I want you to notice that here he comes. He is he's actually not part of the family, and in his heart he doesn't feel like he truly belongs there because he is still carrying this story that he is not part of a happy family. And because of that, what actually happens is that he... He's actually distancing himself and actually wanting to be valued, not necessarily for you know for the, the being part of the family and because he's your husband and Sydney's dad, but he wants to be valued from the place of like 
I am, you know, I am the photographer. I have this special skill, and you have to be grateful that I'm taking these photos that are amazing. And it takes a lot to get them done. Do you see that? Yeah. So in a way, he does want to be valued, and you know, but in a very special form. And it's not about him; it's what he does. Do you see that? Yeah. And he, and when he doesn't feel valued, then it's like, see, I told you, your family is just, you know, they value, you know, your brother because he's you know, his work is valuable, but not mine. And then he can go into his, back into his story of like he is again not being seen for who he is, which in reality he's not showing them who he is. He's just wanting to be accepted by his the photograph he's taken. So how you do see you, his story? Yeah, go ahead. How does he get out of that? How do I help him to get out of that? You know, I mean, I, I, I tell him what a great daddy is. I tell him. You know how much I appreciate all that he does. I, I mean, I go through. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the and this is. I have to tell you, there's two pieces. One is that the deeper healing for you, which I would love to have the focus of next session, if you if you agree with this, is to heal that girl to the point, the girl that was shut down and angry, to the point that. She doesn't need to rescue. She doesn't, you know, staying engaged, even if it's to do, like, anger, it's not an option. And I have to tell you something. I have a dad that is like Billy. He goes after you, after you, after you. And I will just keep my cool, tap on my fingers, and keep my cool, and I'm like, I'm not engaging. And my mantra is, I'm not engaging. This is not my battle. I changed the music. I am not dancing to this tune anymore. And I remember the last time that I was in Argentina, and I know that I'm not married to the guy, so I don't see him every day, so I'll give you that, which is a huge thing. But the one thing that happened last time, he kept at it and kept at it, screaming at me. I was inside the car. I couldn't even get out. And I just looked at him, and I said, you know what happens, Dad? I am not coming all the way for this. I'm coming because I love you, and I want to see you. And that was so shocking. The guy went silent. <laughs> you know, it's like, what the fuck? I'm just screaming at you. Why would you say that? That's all I said. I love you, and I'm here to connect with you. But I worked my ass off to get to that place where I was not getting hooked. Yeah. So that was that is a deeper healing in the invitation for you. And what? how do you respond to him? My short answer would be you just keep on valuing the things that you do appreciate about him. And the thing that he doesn't want to change, you know, if at any point he asks you, then you can tell him, you know, but I would stop wanting him to do anything differently than what he does, which is extremely hard. Because I know, Bridget, that there's a part of you that loves him and there's a part of you that is like, why the fuck am I still here? Yeah. I'm working my ass off to be a better person, to be a better place. I'm constantly growing and learning. I want to be the best mom that I can. I'm making money. I'm doing all this shit. I am married to someone that would not even look at himself in the mirror. And it's also hard to own that part of you that is pissed at yourself because, yes, you chose him to rescue him. But now things are changing. And... Do you still have a marriage if you don't have to rescue him? If your role is not about 
making him happy by being happy with him in however way he can accompany you. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that is more and more of our marriage. Yes, I bet. I bet because you've been doing a lot. And so is that part going? You know, the fact that you work on yourself, you you know, in order to, for you to be in a healthier, happier place, and to enjoy him, and the you know, as as much as he's willing to share himself with you. Is that okay, or is it kind of dissatisfying and painful? It's mostly okay. Okay. I mean, I want, I just, I want to, I want him to be a part of the family. I want. You're talking about your family or your nuclear family? My family. My, yeah, both. You know, I mean, he, yeah, we go places and, you know, he's capturing the moments. I'm like, no, I want you to be in the moment. Now, what, that's a, that is a deeper healing that I was talking about. Because he is right. You want him to be doing something different than what he's able or willing or interested in doing. And I totally understand your desire to, like, you know, coming from the place. I hope you're tapping with me, right? Just tapping through the points? Okay. Yeah, because I don't want yet. See, the reason that I wanted to talk and tap is because I don't want just your mind, because I know that I'm throwing ideas at you and your mind, your wheels are turning, but I want your nervous system to also be absorbing what we're sharing. Okay. Okay. So take a deep breath. Okay, actually, go go to the Toretta shop with me for a couple of rounds. Even though I don't like the solution you're telling, you're giving me. Even though I don't like the solution, I feel like I've tried it for 20 years. Yes. I've been trying so hard. I feel like I'm almost, I feel at times that I'm pretty close. I've been trying so hard. It feels at times that we're pretty close. I don't want to give up. I don't want to give up. Because if I give up, I'm not going to have a marriage. If I give up, then I'm not going to have a marriage. Take a breath. He'll win. (laughs) What? No win. (laughs) Of course. Yes. So (laughs) take a deep breath. I would love to accept my desire to help. I would love to accept my desire to help. And I really want to be at peace. And I really want to be at peace. Even though I really want to rescue him. Even though I really want to rescue him. I really want him to be happy. I really want him to be happy. I want us to be happy. Yeah, because it would feel like I am winning. It will feel like I am winning. That all the effort is paying off. (laughs) All the effort is paying off. I don't want to give up. I don't want to give up. Take a deep breath. I honor this really old need of mine. I honor this really old need of mine. And I love and accept myself. And I love and accept myself. Including this intense feeling that I have. This intense feeling that I have. Tapping through the points. I am not giving up. 
I am not giving up. I'm rescuing the bastard if he likes it or not. I'm going to rescue the bastard whether he likes it or not. <laughs> I want him to be happy, damn it. I want him to be happy, damn it, the way I need him to be happy. Exactly. I want. I need him to be happy. I need him to be happy. And I'm working my ass off. And I'm working my ass off. I just want his happiness. I just want his happiness. Why would the jerk not buy into the idea? Why would the jerk not buy into the idea? I just want him to be happy. Just want him to be happy. For and once I actually... Go ahead. Life. For once in his whole life, I want him to be happy. He used yeah. to be happy. He used to be happy? Yeah, when we first started dating, he joked about being the happiest man in the battalion. There you go. He was silly and engaged. Come on, Ah. Yeah, I want him to be that happy man again. I want him to be that happy man again. And actually, if he paid attention to what I'm telling him... If he would just pay a little bit of fucking attention... I think he would be happy. I think he would be happy. Yeah, I really have a lot to offer him. I really have a lot to offer him. He should just pay attention to me. He should just pay attention. He should actually do what I'm telling him to do. He should do what I'm telling him to do. I mean, look, I'm I'm making this great impact on the clients. Exactly. People that I work with, and they're listening to me. Yeah, so why wouldn't he fucking listen to me? Why won't he fucking listen to me? I'm brilliant. I am brilliant. I'm fucking good at this shit. Yeah, but the bastard doesn't want to listen to me. The bastard doesn't want to listen to him, to me. Yeah. Maybe after all, he is right. Maybe he is right. Maybe I have the solution. Maybe I have the solution. And he does feel controlled. And he does feel controlled. But the truth is, I know what the solution is. The truth is, I know what the solution is. And he's not willing to listen. And he's not willing to listen. Which is fucking pissing me off. (laughs) It's pissing me off. I have the solution and he doesn't want it. I have the solution and he doesn't want it. He definitely doesn't want to listen to me. He doesn't want to listen to me. And I wonder if that's his own story. Did he feel like that? His mom or dad was were like critical or telling him he had to be or do differently than he was? Oh my God, that was his whole life. Yeah. I can see how I'm playing a role in his life. I can see how I'm playing a role in his life. And if I continue this path, he's going to resist like mad. And if I continue to this path, he's going to continue to resist like mad. Maybe I have to let go. Maybe I have to let go. But not necessarily because I'm giving up. Not because I'm giving up. But because I'm trusting that he will find a way. Because I'm trusting that he will find a way. And I I may not be the one that has to tell him. I may not have to be I may not be the one that would have to tell him. Yeah. I wonder if there's a part of me that feels extremely sad. I wonder if there's a part of me that feels extremely sad. Because she wants to feel like she's the one helping. Because she wants to feel like she's the one helping. Is that true, Bridget? Yeah. 
I mean, when I I look at my kids, my boys, I, you know, I feel like, you know, I was there for them. I taught them so many things. I supported them and loved them and did everything. And, you know, to have CJ not not even acknowledge you know, anything about about us, you know, and about me and how everything that I did. It just is, it just really, it really hurts. Yeah. You know, their mother, their mother caused so many issues and, you know, just is such a freaking crazy woman. And they all think she's a just this lovely woman. You know, Billy took pictures of of Bill, my son and his girlfriend this weekend, and you know, the first one to post is, "Oh, I love this picture." There's my kids and my grand puppy. I'm like, "Fuck you." So wait a minute, your sons are CJ's sons, not yours by birth. Yeah, the, step- my the boys are are Billy's your- sons. Uh, so they're your stepsons, but you grew, you you raised them since they were little. My, I've been with Billy since they were six months and twenty months old, mm-hmm. but they they always lived with their mom. They spent most of the summer here and every other weekend. Yeah, yeah. But they never. But this this do you see that the the pain and the deep deep healing is about like not feeling acknowledged for all the effort that you have put. Yeah. 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 That makes so much sense. Yeah. And that the huge need, right, to feel recognized for what you've done. And in a similar way, for what you've done instead of by who you are. Being acknowledged and loved just for who you are, not anything that you do, but who you are. Who was the one that told you to be different than you were? Was it your mom or your dad? I don't. What do you mean? Well, as as little as children, there's always you know a message that who you are because you have either too much energy or you're too sensitive or you you know you're too loud or too quiet you know that you you're not accepted by who you are. Basically, there's this message that who you are. It's not fully okay, and you need to be different. I'm guessing your your daddy, if he shut you down and you couldn't respond yeah, back, and that was probably more my dad. Yeah, I mean, my, you gotta understand. I mean, I was 12 when my mom died, so that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, the yeah. memories that I have of my mom is, you know, she's just on this pedestal. You know, yeah. she. Yeah. She was and your dad, yeah, exactly. And your dad couldn't handle much, and because you had discipline and strictness, and he, you know, he tried to shut you down. He well, he did in a lot of ways. Yeah, but then other times he would be open and loving and kind and wonderful. Yeah. And you never know which one you were gonna get. Right. And it was completely irrational which mood he was going to be in at any given moment. Yep. Yeah. 
So How are they, you doing? They, yeah, go ahead. Marry your dad. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I did not. I would never marry my father. Yeah. Well, it really is your first husband, is that true? Yeah. 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 I've told him I still get a trophy husband. <laughs> Do you see how what is going on is has to do a lot with your dad and that dynamic and actually with Billy? Of yeah. course, it's playing out really in a huge way, but also really, really, um, really impacted by what happened. That is, you know, they said, yeah, they said, made you choose him and made you continue to want to rescue him. Yeah. Yeah. How are you feeling right now? A little better than when I started this call. I was really dreading it. Um, um, I, I feel like there's... Like, I know that there's, there's work... Or there's... Yeah some recognition that needs to happen, but I have I also feel like I've done a lot of this. I've, you know, worked through, I've recognized, I've acknowledged, and, so. Yeah. It's, and it's, what if you were, how much work have you done? Well, I'm talking about focused work. As I did, when, when I did this whole thing with my dad, I had, I think it was six or eight matrix reimprinting sessions with my dad. Like, focused. Like, you know, no matter what else was going on in my life, I focused on, you know, everything that was connected with him. And things started shifting in a major way. I don't think that I would be able to be here if I if it weren't for that work because what happened is that I then I allowed myself to let him off the hook. That was a big piece for me. I couldn't be successful because that would mean that he would be like, well, I didn't, I didn't do anything to her. I was just a great dad. And my dad also had this these, uh, loving, wonderful side. Um, he, was more on the, he was more on the angry side the majority of the time, but he also had this wonderful, loving dad that, you know, he could, he could put me on a pedestal. I was like his favorite. But then he would just, you know, turn me to pieces. As well, I think that that is a key. A key. I don't. I don't know how how true it feels to you. Like, I just. I. I yeah. I'm willing to try. I'm willing to try it. I mean, I the. Um, I just, I feel like I don't have a lot of memories, um, of things to work on. Okay. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that affects that. Doesn't necessarily because it could just you. You have plenty of of sense in your body of how how it felt to be shut down. Like you said, you know, you were sent to your room and he would just shut you shut you down. Like you couldn't respond. He couldn't. You can go with that, and the memories either come or you just work with with the intensity of the sensation and feeling in your body. Okay. Yeah. If you if you're up for that, we can try it next time, and then we'll, okay. go, we'll go from there. You'll see. Okay. okay. Yeah, I, huh. I 
feel a little lighter than I did when we started and uh, yeah it's gonna it's gonna continue working through through your system today because you, there's a lot that we address. But also, I, I feel like I invited you to see a Billy from a very from a little different lens, if you will. Yeah. Right, like how he is not allowing himself to be part of your family, because in a way, he would actually have to buy into a different story. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Like he's part of a loving family where that is not an option for him. You see that? I mean, but he, yeah, and I mean, he he definitely, he pushes it away and he... Exactly. Exactly. He separates himself on purpose. Yes. Because he is not ready. Otherwise, see, but because it's incongruent with his story. But then, you know, and when I say... Well then, don't even bother coming. Like, uh, don't bring your camera. Don't come. Don't. Yeah, but it's it's not about that. It's not. Then. It's not even about the camera. It's about what the last thing is like. What Bridget, if you could just understand where he's coming from, and that he has not done any of the healing for him to even even realize what he's doing. It's like he's gonna come. The whole story will be at one point where you actually. He does what he does, and you love him for who he is, and he has this, like, unhealed, wounded part of him. And through the, the my, believe me, through the deeper healing world we'll do, you will get to a different place. You will see things from a different perspective about him. And it won't, it won't affect you in the same way. Okay. Okay. This one you're gonna to have to trust me because <laughs> I, I know that you're not totally there yet. You're still in the in the mist. But what I would say is, just, it would be really important to reassure Sydney that that you'll figure it out. That's all you can tell her. You know, we'll, we'll figure it out. I'm so sorry that you had to witness that, and we'll figure it out. Yeah, that's exactly what I told her. And good. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> I'm so sorry. Thank you. Of course. Thank we you. Have, for, we don't have a we don't have a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, for the tenth. Yeah. Thank you for holding this space, and thank you for um, for just allowing it. Because you know, like I said, I mean, there, it's it's not something that I talk to friends about or family about because I don't want them to. I don't want them to see him. Yes, I totally understand. I like, really, really do. Yeah. So of I course. feel like I feel like I'm working really hard for them to see the really good part of him. Mm-hmm. And if I say if I complain about him, then they're just going to they're they're going to see the yeah. negative shit and I don't want that. No. And it and it's really cut. And Bridget, if you can uh well, you could have a session next week. Monday there it would be so awesome if we could um have a session before then. That would be so good. But I don't know if that's possible. I'm guessing I still have some time on the 8th in the morning, but I don't know if that would work for you. Um, hold on. That's you. Just think about the possibility of, um, and I'm aware that, you know, the 10th is a, is a full session, so I, I don't know if you want to, it's up to you if you want to continue. And, and by the way, from now on, if you if you rather just 
you know, pay by the session is, is up to you. So it's, it's your choice, okay? Okay. Yeah. All right, awesome. Thank you. Yeah, you're very welcome. You feeling a bit better? I am, thank you. Okay, love you, lady. I love you too. Thank you so much, and congratulations yeah. on all that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. Big hug to you. All right, honey. Bye. Bye.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.